Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. All right. Now listen. You know who's here today. The first lady. And she's expressed a desire to sing a... Our, our song. So, here's how we do it. I hope Gary has forgotten the tune. I hope you haven't forgotten the words. I hope I haven't forgotten the words. And I hope you haven't forgotten the words. Ah, one. Ah, two. Ah, three. Take me out to the February 2019, the Monday morning quarterback, and as we normally do on Monday morning, we honor our late broadcast partner, Jerry Pippen, who died about three years ago from WBRN Radio and on the Boston Red Network. We are continuing to organize our broadcasts. Bear with us as we do that. Over the weekend, we uh, we uh, presented uh, Numbers Man, that is our macroeconomics program. It is available on many of our usual outlets. Uh, we're doing some corrections, incidentally, to our RSS feed. Hopefully we'll get that uh, completed. But nonetheless, you can find us on a Stitcher, Sneaker, uh, excuse me, Stitcher, <laughs> Speaker, uh, the uh, blog talk will be there till the end of the month, uh, February, and this is, of course, reminding you, this is African History Month, and we will have a special programming there. Some of ours is mini programming. We'll have a little of that today in uh, a proposed a basketball league for uh, numerous African countries. We'll have that in our, uh, or prior to our, well, we'll do it in our sports roundup, I suppose. We still are working on the open source report. We'll get that uh, out in the next uh, two days or so. And uh, we'll go uh, merely along uh, the way here. Uh, let's, let's firstly uh, look at... Uh, some information out of uh, Iowa. We'll look at the candidates and the... Uh, how the candidates uh, have been playing uh, to Iowa. I think we'll go to that first of all. And when we finish here, we'll also have uh, some uh, commentary from uh, Face the Nation. 
the uh, representative uh, that will be uh, on there, or was on there, uh, Congressman Hurd. He's from uh, a district in Texas, uh, a former uh, CIA analyst type, uh, and at the same time, uh, he's an African-American. He represents a border district. Uh, he is talking about the effects of the wall on ranchers. There are about a thousand of them, a thousand ranchers uh, in that area that uh, their uh, enterprises will be disrupted uh, by the wall. So there's some situations there uh, coming up. And also there's an Emerson poll. I was just looking at it. I received a comment uh, from someone about the Emerson poll. Now, the Emerson poll says that the uh, a majority in that of, of people polled were opposed to this particular wall adventure by D.J. Trump. But overall, in terms of border extension or border security, and it all depends on how it's worded, that a majority were in favor of that. So you have to look at some of the polls very, very carefully. We did not do a poll at Crest Analytics. It was Emerson. Of course, there are a first-rate organization, according uh, to uh, the uh, Nate Silver Shop, and they are, and uh, they're across the street from the Common in Boston. So anyway, let's go to Iowa, and uh, we're just looking at how candidates have visited Iowa. It's called the Iowa Starting Line, and you're home for Iowa political news, and we'll go through some of these uh, candidates we haven't really heard of. Uh, John Delaney, he used to be a Congress type from Maryland. He's been there four times. I won't go into when he's been there. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, uh, she's been there two times. She was in Council Bluffs, Sioux Cities, Storm Lake, uh, Eames, Des Moines. Some of the normal stops that you go to in January and in um, February. She was in Cedar Rapids, Iowa City, and uh, Davenport, I believe Davenport is the uh, Quad Cities. Julian Castro, uh, he's out of uh, out of uh, San Antonio. He was in Iowa in January, and he was also in December in Des Moines, uh, Sioux City, Boone, Iowa, Ames, Iowa, universities at those particular places. Kristen Gillibrand, uh, senator from New York, she's been there twice. This month she uh, did a swing through uh, Cedar Rapids in Iowa City, University in Iowa City, University of Iowa is there. John Hickenlooper, he used to be the governor of Colorado. He was also uh, there. Uh, a will, wait a minute. I guess he will be there. I'm looking at, uh, yeah, the 23rd of, of February. He'll speak someplace. Uh, I'm not sure where that is. It doesn't matter. And Amy Klobuchar, she uh, was uh, there on the 17th. That was just yesterday. She did stops in uh, Mason City, Knoxville, and Boehner. I'm not sure where that is at all. And she will also speak at a fundraiser in Kinney, Iowa, and in Des Moines, Iowa, on the... 21st, Kamala Harris. Uh, she will also be there on the 23rd. She'll campaign in some of the same places, Des Moines, Waterloo, Iowa, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, etc. Et uh, Andrew Yang, he's an entrepreneur. He's been there once. He was there in January. 
Mary Ann uh, Wilkinson. I'm not sure Wilkinson. I'm not sure who she is, but anyway, she was there. She announced in uh, Des Moines and Iowa City. Sherrod Brown. He's a uh, senator out of Ohio. He was there in January. He was in Mason City, Clear Lake, Perry, Waterloo. Uh, Dubuque and uh, Clinton, Iowa. And let's see, Twitter King Booker, he was there on the eighth. He was in uh, Madison, uh, Waterloo, Cedar Rapids, Iowa City, Marshalltown, Iowa, and Des Moines. Des Moines are the usual stops, uh, also in Ames. Iowa City is the University of Iowa. Uh, did he do Ames? No, he didn't do Ames. Ames is the uh, Iowa State University. Eric Holder was uh, there. He was in Des Moines at uh, the Harkin Institute. I supported uh, the former uh, Senator Harkin when he ran for president. Steve Bullock, he's the governor of uh, Montana. He was uh, in uh, Des Moines, Carroll, and, and Fort Dodge, Iowa. And Michael Bennett, he was or will be in Des Moines, Iowa. Some of the people that have appeared there. And it's called the Iowa Starting Line. Let me go to the front page of this. And I'm not sure what's on the front page. I was just looking. Lots of the 2020 Iowa caucuses. We'll take a quick look at it. And we'll see where we are here. For those who have been involved in multiple caucus cycles, we've been there before. Uh, Iowa City, uh, that is a popular stop. That is in the area around uh, where uh, old right-wing uh, King, uh, Steve King, comes from that area. And now they have casinos that had some things they didn't have at one time. And everyone's about to pull it. Surprise. Uh, uh, let's see. What is going on here? Oh, Storm Lake uh, editorial. Right. Oh, okay. In uh, 2017, this is Art Cutlin, and became a nationally known figure. He already was prominent in Iowa. I'm not, I don't know who he is, but anyway, a focus on poverty solutions. Um, not sure who is doing that. Uh, Jay uh, Sandberg, a California entrepreneur. Oh, I see. Anyway, RV tours. I suppose they are out here. I'm not sure who is doing it. Many candidates have reached out early to Sh uh, Shotton, who rocketed national fame after nearly defeating uh, old uh, Steve uh, King, the known racist they announced uh, last month. Working a hero uh, has uh, held and set up uh, forums around uh, Shed Brown will be there for that one. And even an Asian Latino uh, coalition that's based in Des Moines, I suppose about the only place it could be reached. Well, Iowa has uh, changed. A lot of the small towns now have a lot of Latinos that are affiliated with the packing industry there in, Ireland, in uh, Iowa. And let's see, Suburban Campaign Headquarters, I'm not sure who is in that, and it really doesn't... Uh, say here, but uh, gives you an idea of what is uh, going on. Let's look at the 2020 uh, endorsement uh, circuit. We haven't looked at any of these. Let's see if we can get this uh, going here. 
Okay, 2020 endorsements. John Delaney. Uh, well, who these people are endorsed by, we'll never know. But uh, Donna Kernum, uh, Mills County Democratic Chair. Kristen Gillibrand. Uh, Kaylor uh, Patterson. The Iowa Democratic uh, Stonewall uh, Chair. Kamala Harris, endorsed by a former Secretary of State. Amy Klobuchar has been endorsed by uh, Andy uh, McGirt, former uh, chair and a gubernatorial candidate, and that was updated on the 17th. So we have somewhat of an idea of who is uh, doing uh, what uh, and at what time. The real national emergency is the triviality of our politics. This is by E.J. Dion. We uh, have him featured uh, quite a bit as a standard bearer for a liberal uh, politics in America. Uh, when uh, the House Speaker, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi, uh, learned that Trump uh, would declare a national emergency to ship money to finance his uh, border, her denunciation was predictable, but her way of expressing outrage was not. The issue uh, she used to make her point was important on many levels. Observing the uneasiness even amongst many Republicans over uh, Trump's abuse of power, she noted that if the president can declare a national emergency on something that he has created as an emergency and an illusion that he wants to convey, just think of what a president with a different values that could present to the American people. She then recalled the uh, slaughter at uh, Marjorie Stoneham Douglas High School, that's in Parkland, Florida, on the 14th of February 2018, when 14 students and three staff members were gunned down. You want to talk about a national emergency, uh, Pelosi asked. Let's talk about it today. One year anniversary of another manifestation of the epidemic of gun violence in America, that is a national emergency. Why don't you declare that an emergency, a, a national emer an emergency, Mr. President? I wish you would. And that could actually happen, and a number of results could happen very, very quickly. Our nation's uh, deadly uh, pervasiveness uh, towards the farms is very much on Pelosi's mind, even before uh, the uh, Friday shooting in Aurora, Illinois, that was at a warehouse that killed uh, five people. Because on Wednesday, the House Judiciary Committee had voted 21 to 14 to send a bill requiring uh, background checks for all gun sales to the House floor. It was the first a serious vote on gun uh, reform uh, measures. Uh, you notice how uh, it's uh, been changed. Now it's gun control and uh, reform. It used to be controlled since uh, 2013. The Senate fell six votes short. That's a 60 vote. A cap there uh, to end what they call closure. Some people have talked about uh, chaining that around, uh, but one has to think strategically, uh, not particularly in uh, 2019, but years beyond that, depending on whom, or I should say who is in office. It could be a Democrat situation. Now, there are ways of going around a closure. That's a 60-vote rule. Uh, but and the Affordable Care Act uh, was uh, done in that manner, but it, it has to involve taxes. There are a number of requirements uh, that has to be met uh, for that uh, special situation, such as the uh, Trump uh, tax cut uh, bill 
that uh, was uh, done uh, without the 60 vote uh, majority, but done in a different way. During the civil rights era, civil rights legislation was uh, tied up in that uh, kosher rule of 60 votes. And there was agreement during a Harry Reid that judicial nominees, they could uh, proceed. This was just for judicial nominees to federal courts. Uh, with less than 60 votes, they didn't have to do closure, just a majority votes. But that turned out not to be such a good idea because had they kept that rule in and Harry Reid had not invoked it, then uh, such people as a Kavanaugh would have not be on the Supreme Court today. So you need to think about it in uh, two different ways. In counting uh, the many courts of the Trump era, we uh, focus too rarely on the president's success in pushing divisive uh, trivialities and self-interest contrivances uh, to, the, uh, uh, to the center of the national concern. He manufactures crises and uses these manufactured crises to create new ones. A very good example of that is the so-called humanitarian aid to Venezuela. There is no crisis on our uh, nation's borders to the extent there are border problems. This will uh, do a little or nothing to uh, set them right. And Congress' decision not to finance uh, Trump's uh, monstrosity, uh, a monstrous, excuse me, waste of money, in no way justifies the seizure of national, uh, seizing of national emergency powers. His vast overreaching really uh, does uh, create a crisis, which dominates the news and uh, shoves aside other concerns. And this is the whole idea of this. EJ is uh, is correct about this. This whole idea of the border fight and declaring a national emergency, even if Trump, Trump uh, loses this, he still wins because he is able to get it in national media. It goes to courts. Whatever the court decides, that reappears in national media. He keeps that in there, and even if he loses a court battle here and a court battle there, that signals his base. That's free campaign uh, time for him. So you need to look at this. People need to look at this in terms of what's going on. We talked about, I believe, last night uh, about these various uh, monies. There is one part of money that he could uh, conceivably use uh, that is available to him uh, discretionarily. And there is another part of money that supposedly you have to use. I think that's the 3.3... billion dollars that there's supposed to be an emergency but there's 600 million dollars that he can just uh, move around uh, like uh, pieces uh, on a, a dominoes board anyway uh, this vast oh excuse me in the meantime the problems uh, that uh, should engage our ener energies are forced to the back of the queue in the public attention the uh, Normal or constitution approach to governing, but bills passed through committees, compromises reached in uh, conferences. You don't use the conferences much anymore in conferees. And no matter how much a journalist investing in exposed uh, Trump uh, misconduct, uh, we should be uh, grateful for this. This, uh, I am the only one who uh, matters approach to uh, politics, fits well with the needs of uh, modern media, no doubt about that, both uh, social and traditional. Click uh, page views and ratings encourage everyone 
to dwell on individuals more than on issues, no doubt. This uh, uh, arrogance of a profound existing uh, cynicism about the possibility of political action and uh, defeatism is especially damaging when it uh, comes to guns. Well, guns is an issue now that um, has more or less, uh, except for the um, uh, killings, of course, you have killings in the African-American uh, community. You need to go to Chicago. For decades, as uh, one a massacre a cascades into another, the gun lobby beats back even the most modest efforts to control access to farms. The sense of doom about any uh, progress is so deep that it uh, obstruct, uh, obstructs excuse me, overwhelming evidence that the politics of guns have changed. Even uh, the most moderate Democrats may uh, oppose to the uh, make excuse me make opposition to the gun lobby a key component of their campaign in 2018 these victories that led last week judiciary committee voting uh, worked in elections matter public sentiment prevails and the democrats made a difference this is why what happened in the house last week on guns deserved a far more coverage than it got it got very little coverage at all Pelosi was right to use uh, Trump's uh, phony emergency to highlight a real one. The only cure for political cynicism is to show that the study and painstaking work of grassroots action can uh, bear fruit, as it did in Lake City uh, in Queens. The only alternative politics of a specular uh, is uh, for elected officials and a media to lift up problems that actually need uh, solving. The problem here is uh, what can be called the National Enquirer Syndrome, such as uh, the uh, infamous uh, Alex Jones and Company. These bold uh, headlines get more click, click, clicks and make more money, money, money than normal. And this uh, part of this is the uh, entire tenure of the uh, nation itself, where it is drifted to. And this goes to Hollywood, uh, to uh, cultural uh, things that appear here, and people that are uh, responsible for that. It's sort of like a lot of the Democrats now are attacking Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the Monopoly media. If the Democratic Party is moving uh, too far to the left, etc., etc. Well, these arguments uh, complicate things. Because if you say, well, the Democratic Party is moving to the left, we have to find a candidate that is more to the middle. Well, you'll get a candidate that's more to the middle, but will that solve your problem or not? The 2016 uh, campaign had proved anything else. Hillary Clinton was out there, an old line of politician, etc., and lost the election. That's what people don't realize. But if you lose an election, you lose an election. The struggle uh, continues on. As I was telling an individual, uh, depending on how all this turns out, uh, we'll get out the old Jill, Green Party of Buttons, uh, Coffee Shop, uh, Howard Schwartz. Uh, I assume he'll be out there. He'll be pulling the Libertarian votes. And this thing will be sliced and diced in uh, many different ways, period. So it's too early to see how the slicing and dicing on uh, the Feast of Nation, 
what was his name, the former governor of Virginia, uh, came up there. He used to be uh, Clinton's uh, money man. What's his name? I've got his name. Anyway, he has a, a new book out talking about Virginia's uh, past and the reason uh, for uh, voter suppression as it applies to, uh, i.e., felons. And most of the felons, of course, are followers of O.J. Simpson in more than one way, African Americans. So if you can trivialize the vote, as uh, he said, it was uh, aimed at, quote-unquote, the darkies. Well, <laughs> you have the, uh, the dark face operators running around out there. And at the same time, all of these uh, various uh, machinations in Virginia, Northam is going to uh, stick around. They can't get him out of there. Uh, the Attorney General will go on. They will not they'll let the ballot box uh, decide where they are going. Fairfax, well, there's an investigation going on in Boston, and there's an investigation, I suppose, at Duke. But these are old, old events. Um, more than uh, 10 years old uh, with him and uh, the uh, professor uh, from uh, Strips Howard uh, there. Uh, anyway, so much to that. Now let's move on to Florida. This is even more uh, sixth grader charges misdemeanor after refusing to recite the uh, flag. A Florida student is facing a misdemeanor charge after a confrontation with a teacher that began with his refusal to pledge allegiance to a flag. At the, this was at the Lawton Child. Lawton Child used to be a governor of a Florida late Lawton Child. Middle Academy in Lakeland, Florida, that's east of Tampa, refused to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, telling the teacher that he thinks the flag and the national anthem are racist against African people, according to the affidavit. The uh, teacher had uh, what appeared to be a contentious exchange with him. If you live in the U.S., it's uh, so bad, why don't you go somewhere else? Uh, that used to be a common slogan back in the uh, 70s, America love it or leave it. And the rhetoric was, why do they send our boys to Vietnam? Who, uh, this is uh, somebody named Ann uh, Alvarez, uh, who was uh, substituting at the school, as the student, according to handwritten statement from her. Uh, they brought me here, the boy uh, uh, replied. Alvarez responding by saying, well, you can always go back because I came here from Cuba. And the day I feel I'm not welcomed anymore, I'll find another place to live. She uh, then called the district office uh, because she didn't want to uh, keep dealing with the student, according to the statement. An official said the situation escalated. The student yelled at the dean and the uh, school resource officer, that's uh, the local police, who came to the classroom, accused them of being a racist and repeatedly refused to leave the room, according to them. Suspend me, I don't care. The school is racist. The student who is an African American told the dean as he walked out of the room with his backpack. This according to the affidavit, the student was later charged with disrupting a uh, school facility. Now, this is a fifth or sixth grade resisting an officer without violence. The uh, Lakeland Police Department said in a news release the student was not arrested for refusing to uh, recite the Pledge of Allegiance. The arrest was based on the student's choice to disrupt the classroom, make threats, and resist the officer's uh, efforts uh, to leave uh, the classroom. He was an 11-year-old uh, person. Uh, Tobert uh, Darashikar uh, Tobert was uh, not available for immediate comment Sunday, but she told uh, Bay News 9 that the teacher was wrong and that the school 
uh, overstepped its authority by punishing her son, who had, uh, was taken to a juvenile detention center and suspended for three days. That was in uh, on the February the 4th. I'm upset, I'm angry, I'm hurt, and more so for my son. My son has never been through anything like this, and I feel this school had, uh, should have handled it differently. If discipline action shouldn't have been uh, taken, it shouldn't have been with the school. He shouldn't have been arrested. That's what she told the TV station. The, ac- af- the affidavit, excuse me, stated the school. The student threatened uh, to beat the teacher, but Toba told uh, Bay News 9 that her son did no such thing. The Pope County uh, Public School spokesperson, somebody named uh, Keila Kennedy, did not respond. I imagine they didn't. Uh, a KO Kennedy, sorry about that, told the ledger that the students are not required to participate in uh, Pledge of Allegiance. That was a Supreme Court ruling in 1943, uh, West Virginia Board of Education versus uh, Burnett. That schools cannot require students involving some Jehovah's Witnesses. The Pledge of Allegiance and the National Anthem have been sources of tension. We go to uh, Colin Kopanek who recently uh, settled uh, with the uh, NFL. In uh, 2017, African uh, student was expelled from uh, her house, uh, Houston High School, for refusing to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, Landry, uh, India Landry, uh, silent protest prompted a long legal battle in federal court. The teenager's family accusing the uh, district of violating her free, st- free uh, speech rights last year the Texas Attorney General intervened and defended a state law <laughs> reciting, uh, requiring students to recite to play is unconstitutional. This is again uh, what EJ was talking about, uh, the waste of time. Let me see if we can get the Bay News up here. I'm not sure if we'll get this uh, up here or not uh, in time uh, for you to hear it. Yeah, attempting uh, to do that. Okay, mother upset after a son is uh, kicked out of class. Um, this is the latest uh, from Polk County. This is outside News 9, Spectrum uh, News 9 in uh, Polk County. I'll come back to it. The... Uh, Incompatible audacity of Colleen uh, Colleen Kopanek amazes his admirers in the NBA. This was incidentally All Star uh, Weekend for the National Basketball Association. Uh, the uh, team um, by let me see, I have to look at these names of these teams. LeBron James team won the uh, NBA All Star game. They don't do they used to do the East West. All-Star, they don't do that anymore. Oh, well. They, too, have moved uh, to uh, the cult of the personality. Even the NBA, a league uh, that uh, flaunts its independence and progressive attitudes. The players appreciate Colin uh, Kopanek, a a sports figure beyond their comprehension. He's not the the, uh, prototype of modern athlete activist. He is uh, an unattainable new standard. The NBA, and this is in the Washington Post, by uh, Jerry Brewer on the 16th of February. As Kopanek and the uh, NFL reached, uh, ended uh, one of the more provocative uh, sports uh, culture wars, 
with a, uh, with the uh, stunning uh, Friday uh, news dump of the settlement of his uh, collusion lawsuit. It was uh, striking to uh, be at an in, uh, NBA All-Star Game weekend and realize that both his signature and incomprehensible audacity, he just took on the NFL uh, uh, with it uh, seemingly uh, infinite uh, funds and uh, legal resolve and stubbornness. And start and uh, start on uh, until the uh, league uh, blinked. The NFL does not settle, at least not uh, this soon. Uh, it uh, doesn't matter whether the issue is health care for retired players. Or Tom Brady's deflated of football. The league likes to fight. It likes to wear down its adversaries financially and emotionally. It likes to win and win clearly. But with Kopenick, the uh, former San Francisco 49 uh, a teammate, Eric Reed, uh, their legal teams held their own and uh, prospered. While the terms of settlement are supposed to remain confidential, uh, it uh, is fair to speculate the players received a lucrative amount to end their lawsuits. Reed returned to the NFL with the uh, Carolina Panthers last uh, season. Copenhagen rena- remains on sign because of uh, their uh, social stance were bad for business. And, or, as at least it was a case that uh, concerned the NFL so much that it went against the uh, litigious instincts and made it uh, disappear. During uh, a time of NFL play on rest, we use uh, the NBA as a symbol of contrast. The popular belief is that the NBA, as a player-driven league, would have handled the protesting players in a more thoughtful and less combative manner. And he goes on to their former commissioner, Stern, uh, said the uh, same thing, uh, digging into a terrible... They're digging themselves into a terrible hole for us in the late 70s and 80s when there was a fair amount of uh, racism exhibited about the players. We felt as a matter of policy we had to promote our sport players and show that we were real people. This is from Mr. Stern here. He's a former commissioner, David uh, Stern. Made headlines last week when he suggested that Kopenick been in the uh, NBA would have a job. No doubt he would. During the All-Star festivities Friday, I said they admired uh, Kopenick as a maverick. Uh, They that uh, they don't have to be. Uh, they are with him. They uh, know they don't have to be uh, with him. His journey marks a full, uh, makes them feel a privilege. They understand him. Some interesting situations. LeBron James are here. Uh, you've got a guy who basically lost his job because he wanted to stand for something that was more than just him. I'm happy to see the news come out Friday that uh, he settled his uh, suit, and I hope the hell a lot of money uh, can uh, deal with that. Dwayne Wade uh, praised him also because he educated all of us on something that we didn't know about, uh, like James Wade uh, trusted over time Copenhagen's sacrifice would be less polarizing and more revered. 
for uh, NBA All-Stars who said uh, they'll do anything that uh, the high praise, uh, not only because of Kopenick, like them, and he approved to the NFL that he's different and more formidable. And you can also say, uh, because of his formidable stance, he was able uh, not only to defeat the uh, NFL, but to defeat uh, DJ Trump. And and this is something that has to be looked at from a cultural standpoint, from where the media stood against uh, Colin Kopernick, another f- uh, phony issue out there of uh, patriotism, of the flag, and what the flag uh, means to people. Now, this would be one of those situations. He took a poll. A lot of people are going to say, well, yeah, we uh, stand for the uh, uh, Pledge of Allegiance. Well, maybe they do and maybe they don't. There's not an infinite number of them that would actually be there for this uh, flag. Let me move on here to Barack Obama and reportedly set for role in an NBA-backed African uh, football league. The NBA is hoping to establish a new professional league in Africa and various nations. Barack Obama being uh, involved over the weekend. This is again of the NBA All-Star Game is in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. The league announced a partnership with uh, the FIBA, uh, that's uh, Basketball's International uh, Governing Body, to create an African league. It was reported by the Associated Press. President Obama said he's always loved basketball because it's about building teams that's equal to more than just the sum of its pots. And these uh, teams um, would be in uh, several uh, countries. Uh, Kenya being uh, one of those uh, uh, countries uh, there. And for some of the people that have played uh, from various countries, have played in the uh, NBA, includes a 12-team uh, field uh, in Angola, Egypt, uh, Kenya, Morocco, uh, Nigeria, Rwanda, Senegal, South Africa, and In Tunisia. Well, in office, of course, he had a gym in his place. He won't see DJ Trump have one in his place. I don't think we'll have to worry about that one. Now, let me go back. Uh, and the mother that's upset here. Okay, maybe we can do this without logging in. We hope. And we're waiting to hear from the mother. And oh, this is real clear politics. Okay, we'll look at some polling here and we'll see if we. A six. Trader at Lawton Child's Middle Academy was arrested and taken to a juvenile detention center, charged with disrupting a school function and resisting arrest without violence. It's a decision that's not sitting well with the student's mother, Dakira Talbot, who says her son is in gifted classes and has been bullied at the school before. I'm upset, I'm angry, I'm hurt, um, more so for my son. My son has never been through anything like this, and I feel like they should have handled it differently. The February 4th incident started when a substitute teacher asked the 11-year-old boy to stand up for the pledge. He reportedly told the substitute teacher the flag was racist and the national anthem was offensive to black people. 
In a statement to the district, the substitute teacher reported telling the 11-year-old boy why if it was so bad here, he did not go to another place to live. She said he then said, they brought me here. And she said she told him, well, you can always go back because she was from Cuba and the day she felt unwelcome here, she'd find somewhere else to live. She was wrong. She was way out of place. The substitute teacher then wrote she called the office because she, quote, didn't want to continue dealing with him. According to the arrest affidavit, the student was arrested because he refused to follow multiple commands, repeatedly called school leaders racist, and was disruptive. They said he threatened to get the school resource officer and principal fired and to beat the teacher. An accusation, he says, is just not true. I want the charges dropped, and I want the school to be held accountable and the officer for what happened because it shouldn't have been handled the way that it was handled. Dakira Talbot says she and her son will now head to court on February 19th to fight these two misdemeanor charges. Reporting in Lakeland, I'm Stephanie Clay Tor, Spectrum Bay News 9. So you get it. That is actually what happened. A very interesting uh, situation at best. Let me just check on our time here. I'm running a little later. I was trying to get the real clear politics in here. I just want to get some polling here uh, to get you an idea of what is going on here with these various candidates. Now, it's very early. Some of the candidates in single digit at this rate in time. Uh, doesn't really matter very much in terms of statistical integrity. It's just where they are. Now, this is on a Saturday. This is the Emerson poll we were talking about, and we'll just go to it. Okay, this... this um this was a question someone asked me about. The majority of Americans disagree with Trump's national emergency, despite a plurality agreeing with the border extension. Now, following the announcement, this was on Friday, 53% of Americans disapproved the declaration of a national emergency on the southern border. But despite this, majority uh, supported the wall in some form. Now, this is the way the uh, question was, in some form. 48 supported... Uh, Extending the border wall, 42 supported maintaining existing wall, only 11% supported removal of the wall altogether. Now, this was registered voters. It was conducted uh, the uh, 14th through 16th of February, the margin of error of plus or minus 3%. Trump's approval rating is at 51% here. Uh, a disapproval rate, sorry about that. His approval rate is at 43%, uh, up from uh, 42%. So he's upwards, he's up uh, one point in this particular poll. Now, looking uh, to 2020, Joe Biden maintains a lead uh, amongst the Democrats at uh, 57%. Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris follow. Uh, Bernie is at 17, Kamala Harris is at 15. Norbert candidate cleared the double digits. Amongst 18 to 34 year olds, 35 percent support Bernie. Biden receives 18 percent. Harris 12 percent. The remaining Democrats are in a single digit. If you go to 35 to 54 year olds, uh, are split. Biden holds a uh, plurality with 54 percent, with the remaining split evenly between a Booker at 10, Harris at 13, Bernie at uh, 14, and Warren at 12. It's first time Warren shows up. 
Sanders leads uh, in of the western states with 53%. Harris is slightly uh, behind at 22%. This is a good uh, thing for uh, Bernie to be out west. Biden is the only other candidate in double digits at 20%. Biden leads in other regions of the country with 37% in the Midwest. And 30% in the South and uh, 24% in the Northeast. Head-to-head here, hypothetical race, uh, you'd have uh, D.J. Trump at 47% versus Elizabeth Warren at 53%. D.J. Trump at 49% versus Bernie at 51%. D.J. Trump at uh, 48% versus Kamala Harris uh, at 52%. D.J. Trump at 47 versus Beano, Beto O'Rourke at uh, 53%. If you notice here, uh, Beto O'Rourke and uh, Elizabeth Warren are both at 53%. Bernie at 51%. Um, D.J. Trump at 49 Twitter King Booker at 51 And Sherrod Brown, I'm not sure how this came out here, uh, would be at 52 uh, there. And other polls, he's in single digits. Now, if you bring Howard Schwartz, uh, Schwartz in, if Howard Schwartz is in the race, Trump receives 45%, Harris 43%, and Mr. Schultz uh, 52%. When uh, he's on the ballot with uh, Biden and Trump, Biden maintains his nine-point lead uh, with 51% to 45%. Schwartz gets less in that matchup at 7%. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.